Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. That's Sunny with Uying Wale on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It brought us to 11 after 7. Uh, good evening and welcome to Thursday Life with me, Godfrey. And of course, this is the uh, second hour of our show and uh, the second and the last one. And of course, uh, it is during this time when we get to talk to somebody from uh, the Global Business Roundtable. And this time around, we are joined by Mr. Azola Mzigandaba. Mr. Mzigandaba, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Godfrey. Thank you for having me on the show. It's such a pleasure to be here. Good evening to all the listeners. I hope everyone is uh, feeling good and in just uh, high spirits. Yeah, man. And unfortunately, your line is not that clear there. I don't know if you can move around for us. Okay. Um, um, is, it, is it a bit better now? Uh, move again. Okay. Um, I'll, just, I'll just move around because I'm in a quiet room. Now you are far. Um, now you sound much better. Oh, yeah, you're fantastic. probably you're probably standing on one leg. That's why. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. I was just trying to be uh, courteous towards the listeners to make sure that everyone can hear me quite clearly. I was in a quiet room, but um, yeah, as I said, my name is Azol Um I'm happy to be here, and yeah. I hope everyone is just in good spirits. I won't be surprised if you hear from SYD. Eswatini. No, no, no. I'm not from Eswatini. I'm actually from uh, a town, Ematatiela, which is between Kezaden and Eastern Cape. But okay. I am from the Nguni tribe, so Eswatini will work as well. <laughs> uh, if, if, you know, I saw your saying name, I'm like, this one might be from uh, Eswatini, so I'm not going to bother him with uh, these tagazelos and uh, no, no, clan no. names but, and all that. Yeah? I missed that opportunity then. Can you take it uh, from the top? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Let's do it again. So it has a lozam when clap put the care to my last to my man's no one below at the boys about a num chef and two chef for Pashalet. Abang a willem full and as book about a lang and singer some fool. Abang a valem young above a lang of my thought. Wow, you disappointed <laughs> me, eh? <laughs> because many people that I thought know this cut is cut easy tagazelosabo cool eye are the ones that yeah. tend to disappoint. But here I am, I thought this one knows nothing about that. But listen <laughs> no, to you no, no, now. Sometimes, sometimes it's just because like uh it's the accent. Sometimes when you when you speak English and depending on the schools we went to, yeah. like I was fortunate enough and uh, just been given grace by God and just my family yeah. to be afforded opportunities to to access, you know, like uh, good schools and all that. And uh, yeah, like uh, so, yeah. but uh, I'm strongly rooted in my African tradition, you know, as a human being. Yeah. And um, it's generally one of my points of departure. That's one thing I like about the Zulus there, with, when it comes to there, they know where they come from. Mm, they know, mm, at least I know where I come from. I, I know my, my grandparents until yeah. I think fourth generation. Yes. Yeah, but you don't have cut stagazel, but at least I know where I come from. Mm, where are you from, Godfrey? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I know, but you know, ours is not like yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know yes, my yes. great grandfather and yes. my great grandmother from my, obviously from my mother's, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my my from my dad, because my my dad wasn't married to my mother, so at least I know my grandfather. Uh, from uh, my father's side, 
Yeah. yeah but I have to yeah. go deeper than that, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the reason, the reason, the reason why I'm doing this, I'm not saying people should worship ancestors and all. Because sometimes every time you mention this, they they are quick to think about ancestral worship. But it's a matter of knowing where you come from. Because if exactly. the Most High exactly. can beat you, can punish you for the sins of your forefathers, exactly. to the fourth exactly. generation, you are the third I, generation and the fourth generation, and he can punish <laughs> you. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Coffee, so you you must do your homework and know what those guys were doing there. Yes, so that you can no. be able to repent accordingly. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> anyway, exactly. we're not going to talk about that. That is not our topic for this evening. But hey, man, yeah. we've learned a lot from you, sir. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. What is it that you are doing? So my background, um, I basically, maybe let me just give uh, a bit of context. So um, I was really good at a lot of things in school, be it sports, academics, and um, I was afforded scholarships to go to the best schools uh, here in South Africa and overseas. Um, but like uh, in 2013, I was in a serious car accident. And in this time, I was working for a big multinational in fast-moving consumer goods uh, in retail analytics. And then um, after this car accident, I rolled my car and I had this moment of realization at the hospital. Luckily, nothing happened to me. I just went to the hospital for just normal checks. But it made me take stock of my life and to say, Azola, if you had passed away yesterday, would this what you have wanted your life to stand for? And at that time, I'm working at the most prestigious, you know, um, uh, international company for consumer analytics. And given the background that I have coming from the township and now you've gone to university, obviously it's a big achievement. But I just realized then I decided I wanted to just smell the flowers because I was living my life in such a sense that I was regurgitating the voices of my environment. And by saying regurgitating the voices of my environment, I really mean um, I was just really living my life according to what I expected my parents would want, what the church would want, what everyone around me would want except for myself. And then at this point, it's it's when I just decided that, well, how am I going to use this gift, this brain that I've been given? You know, and I decided I just want to do something that moves my soul, uh, that touches other human beings, something that is beyond myself. So thereafter, I went into the communicable diseases space, um, I was involved in strategy development and implementation of uh, healthcare models in remote and rural areas. Currently, I am working in the construction and development space, also just um, helping entrepreneurs, like uh, particularly previously disadvantaged entrepreneurs, with business development support. So what I do is essentially really anything that has to do with helping the next person. So I just really want to bring a lot of light into the world, um, do something that is greater than myself. I also do a lot of speaking engagements. I'm a speaker. I speak at high schools. I speak at corporates. And really the conversation in which I engage with regards to speaking is centered around self-actualization. I've got an organization which uh, I have created, which is called Journey Unravel. So Journey Unravel really means that um, how can we unravel your journey as a human being? I'm interested in helping others, you know, realize their worthy ideal and their ultimate truth. So in a nutshell, Godfrey, that's, that's who I am, that's my background, and that's what I do. Hmm. And uh, tonight we're talking about following your dream and or your purpose. 
Yes, yes. What motivated yes. you to come up with this topic? Is it uh, something that happened to you and you realize Jorge, later on that, no, you're actually not following what you wanted to do. You were trying to, like you mentioned there, you were trying to impress your parents or maybe your, your, your peers and yes. your church, uh, you know, yes, exactly. members and all that. Yes. What in, yes. encouraged you? What actually um, made you to come up with this topic? So, like, for me, like, this topic um, is because of the accident I told you about. It was a life-defining moment for me. I realized mortality. You know, sometimes we live in, because I'm still a young guy, I'm still classified under the youth, under 35, according to Stats essay. So having that moment, that moment of realization that um, it is possible for today to be your last day, I, I, I just took it upon myself to say, you know what, I really want to do something that is in the fullness of my purpose. You know, I want to do something that I'm good at. I want to do something that brings joy to me and not only to me, but the people around me. So it wasn't really um, anything that motivated me exterior. I think I was pushed into that. It was part of really God's will for my life. To, to, to reveal my purpose through that accident. And really that only came about from me taking stock of my own life and having introspection, you know, and the, 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 the mindset to say that, um, how do I take this event? Because any event that happens to us, you know, um, there's always two sides. I believe in the law of polarity, that there's always the positive and the negative. The negative in that event, obviously, was that I was in an accident. But the positive is harvesting the good. It was, what can I do with this experience that I have? So I decided I just want to share my story with the world. And that's what I'm here today to do. And hence, that's why I chose the, the topic, like, you know, um, following your dreams and following your purpose because I think that is a lifetime question in which all of us are continuously negotiating ourselves with that question in our lives. And for those who are listening right now, who maybe they, uh, who might have chosen the wrong one uh, based on other you know, people's advices and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. can they start? For instance, maybe they're already at varsities and they realize that they're studying a wrong course or something that they're not passionate about. Yeah, where, where, yeah. where, where to from there? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a difficult question. It's multi-layered, and it will also be dependent on the individual. So I'll give a blanket um, um, an answer, which may not fit everyone's mold. But for me, the start is really just being alone, you know, um, because it comes across as, 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 as being, uh, saying you're in the wrong space. It's generally a consequence of, like maybe lack, sometimes we're living in lack, and how we see the world is that um, I really need to get a job. Um, You know the whole saying, um, particularly in certain uh, previously disadvantaged communities, that it's in non-medical aid, you know. So you're living in a position of lack, and um, it's all the voices of your environment, which I spoke about earlier. So for me, the first really point uh, in which I could um, direct people is that spend a lot of time alone. You know, spend a lot of time with yourself in solitude because it is in those times where you can, you know, really have true self-introspection to say to yourself, what do I really want? As a Godfrey, what do I want? What do I enjoy? How, where do I see myself as adding the most amount of value? Because I think as human beings, we all are given gifts. You know, we're given gifts from God, which are really um, uh, in line with our purpose. And it's all about us taking time, 
standing with ourselves and looking at yourself in the mirror. You know how difficult it is to look at yourself in the mirror. A lot of, of, of us don't do that. Looking at yourself in the mirror and questioning and interrogating yourself um, that these gifts, these talents which have been given, how best can I utilize them? you know, in the world in which we're living. So for me, really, the first point of departure, as I said, solitude, introspection, recognizing gifts that you've been given and determining where these gifts can be best suited, you know, to to provide the most amount of value and impact to the world. As I listen to you right now, Zola, I realize that... uh you can't be following your your purpose and uh, your your dream if you just have you know uh, the employment mentality um if if that's the only thing that you, you you want to to do to be employed and the reason why i'm raising this thing gore i mean you can agree with me that sometimes the things that you want to do are the things that you cannot be employed to do but you can yeah. be like you know, be an entrepreneur for you to do, to be self-employed for you uh, to be able to do. Am I right in thinking along those lines? Well, um, to a certain degree, but for me personally, I believe you can still be in employment and still fulfill your purpose. You know, like I look at someone like my mother. My mother was a teacher by profession. My mother taught in the same school for 35 years. I grew up in a small town. And in that small town, I hear how much she has impacted learners' lives, you know. People today are doctors, they're saving lives. People today are lawyers. People today are even entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs you speak of, because of the work that she did. She was living in the fullness of her purpose. She loved people, but she could fulfill her purpose within employment. So I think it would be disingenuous of me to say that your purpose can only be fulfilled in areas of entrepreneurship or self-employment, you know. Um, granted, in those areas, you have more leeway to to decide, you know, what you do and how you do it. But sometimes you can have more impact and touch more people's lives being in a larger organization because that organization might have capital, uh, might have might be able to provide for your dreams, provide for the vision that you have. Because sometimes you might have a certain purpose, like maybe let's say, for example, you want to open up clinics, but you might be better suited to be within a donor-funded organization, which is receiving grants, which are um, in the millions of dollars, and you're able to help more people in the field that you want to operate in. So I don't think it's, it's, it's a black and white um, uh, answer, Godfrey. So for me personally, and this is just a subjective view, I believe you can fulfill your purpose and live your dream within employment and outside of employment. The only thing it's all about is what you're doing aligned to your values? Are the organizational values in which you're employed in aligned to your ultimate truth and your worthy ideal in fulfilling your dream and your purpose? Let's say, for instance, the, something that you went to school for, uh, for instance, you can't find a job in that line because of uh, uh, there are many people in that uh, in that space, therefore um, people are no longer employed in that space. Then are you then supposed to leave that simply because you won't be able to employed to be employed after you leave varsity or leave college? Sure. (laughs) You're asking very difficult questions, but I'll bring COVID into the mix right now. If we're looking at COVID and the way COVID has changed the working landscape, I think it's a a great way to answer this question that um, there'll always be seasons in life, you know. There's a time to throw stones and the time to pick up stones. 
So if it is in a season in which you cannot maybe fulfill what you're doing, you can look into other different mediums in how you can still fulfill your your ultimate truth and your purpose in your dream. So um, there's also the whole thing of a dream deferred. You know, I think that's a, a really good concept, particularly here in South Africa and just national dialogue and around dreams being deferred. So sometimes it's not the right time, but you still believe in what you're doing. And it doesn't require you to give up or to look to alternatives. There may be reasons which might, uh, real reasons, because also we need to be mindful that uh, we're living in the world where a pecuniary measure or money is required for one to be able to, you know, uh, live a decent life. So sometimes if at the time you need to take the scenic route towards reaching your journey, I think it's important. That's why the organization which I lead as the creative director, Journey Unravel, um, we are calling it Journey Unravel because this is not um, 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 uh, an easy thing, you know, like uh, following your purpose. It's a journey. So um, I think if at the time there might not be jobs in that space, you can hit a detour, you know, a detour you know, for that particular time, and then come back to what you believe in, but making sure that you're still living a decent life at the time. So I think we cannot be despondent just because of the season of the time, because that is one of the lessons I think COVID has taught us. Like right now, I have been doing majority of my work online, of which it's something I have never done before, but I believe in the work I'm doing. I'm passionate about it. And just because the season in which we're in, it has required me to adapt and change. And I think that is what is the key message. We need to be able to adapt and change uh, within our dream. In closing, what can you say to those who have been looking for an employment? I'm talking about those who waited for over two years now, and some of them might be losing a hope. Uh, some hope of fale fale, you know. What what can we say to them? Uh, looking at the, the 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 topic that you have been discussing with us um, this evening, I believe that uh, one way or the other, somebody listening right now, uh, they might be encouraged by what you are saying there. But at the end of the day, we do encounter ch- challenges here and then. Things don't always come at the time at which we expect them to. Yes, yes, no, definitely. You know, like, um, we, we, we always face these challenges, you know, and in these times where you're having a difficult time, I'm reminded of a poem, uh, by Khalil Kabrin. Khalil Kabrin, he writes, uh, The Prophet, you know, um, a little short story, which is brilliant, but there's a poem in which he writes, you know, and in that poem, he writes, Defeat my defeat, my bold companion. You shall hear my songs and my cries and my silences, and none but you shall speak to me of the beating of the wings and the urgings of the seas, and of mountains that burn in the night, and you alone shall climb my steep and rocky soul. So, like, defeat is a bold companion. Defeat in itself has lessons within them. Um, I think we're able to even close the loop right now. In the Earlier on, I spoke about if anything is happening to you, there's always the law of polarity, positive and negative, similar to electric circuits. The negative is that at that time, you're struggling to get this, this work that you so want, but the good, there is good in that, that at that moment, you're in the arena, you're actually doing the work. Like, I remember there was a time where I was applying for my first job. I think I applied over 100 um, to 100 companies, and I, and I didn't win at all. But I did not make that my narrative. My narrative was that um, I believe in this. There's a burning desire within my soul to reach my end and that 
um, if you're in that space, it's really important to know that um, you're in a good space, you know, because in that defeat, there are lessons, there's growth, you know, and it just depends on how you take it. Of course, like, it's easy to say this, when you're in that particular position, it becomes very difficult, you know, it is extremely difficult. We cannot um, shy away from that. But all I can say is that keep your head up high, you know, and just have faith. Have faith that the world is conspiring towards you, you know, towards you reaching your aims um, and reaching your ultimate truth. I define success as the progressive realization of your worthy ideal and ultimate truth. So in that, I think um, the defeat is the progressive realization of that ultimate truth. So if anyone out there is having a tough time, I hope these words will be of encouragement and just know that being in the arena is like really the best place to be. Even though it might seem dark at the moment, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Mr. Azolam Zigandawa, thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much, Godfrey. Thank you to your listeners. Um, I hope everyone is able to take um, counsel in the words that I've spoken and be able to just really, really um, aggressively and also gently uh, chase after their dreams and uh, just live in the fullness of their purpose. I think the world needs that. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, Mr. Az- Az- Azola Mzigandaba on Radio Pulpit. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Heldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.